Will you pray with me? O oh, gracious and loving God, may the meditation of all our hearts and our minds and our souls be pleasing to you this day and forevermore. Amen. Sanctuary. Sanctuary. I wonder what comes to mind when you hear this word. I imagine this place may come to mind, especially since we are gathered here in this place we call the sanctuary. But have you ever given much thought as to why we call this place the sanctuary? Well, sanctuary is defined as a holy or sacred space, a place of refuge or safety, or even more beautifully defined, sanctuary is anywhere God's love dwells freely and abundantly. So close your eyes for a moment, if you're comfortable doing so, and imagine, where is your sanctuary? Where is your holy and sacred place where you know you'll be safe and find God's love flowing freely and abundantly? And so in this moment of silence, just imagine your sanctuary. What did you see? Did what appear surprise you at all? And now that you've identified your safe, holy, love overflowing place, trust that you can always return there, whether it be in person or just in your imagination. Well, the story of Mary going to visit Elizabeth is a story about sanctuary. Mary has been visited by the angel Gabriel and asked the seemingly impossible, will your womb be the home to the Son of God? And Mary, this humble woman of Nazareth, responds with a resounding, here I am. And what's the first thing she does? She runs to her dear friend and relative, Elizabeth. The arms of Elizabeth become her safe haven. Elizabeth's welcome, blessing, and care were Mary's sanctuary, just what she needed as she prepared for the important call that she has just agreed to. Even Elizabeth's baby leaps with joy at the sound of Mary's voice and the proclamation of her very good news. This beautiful story demonstrates that sanctuary is not just a place. It is also the people who say, here I am. People who strive to create and to become a safe place for others. As you pictured your sanctuary, was it a place or was it a person? Or perhaps it was both. Well, in her prophetic song, aptly named Sanctuary, Carrie Newcomer writes, Will you be my refuge, my haven in the storm? Will you be the embers that keep me warm? when my fire's all but gone. Will you remember and bring sprigs of rosemary? Be my sanctuary till I can carry on. Well, these lyrics brought to mind my dear friend and pastor, Reverend Catherine Price, who left this earth much too soon and much too young. Catherine often shared why it's important to come to worship 
even when we don't feel like it. She'd say, you know, some days you may not have it in you to pray, and so you come to worship so that those around you can pray for you. And on some Sundays, you'll be the one who can pray for the person next to you who just doesn't have it in them that day. Here in this place, we can be one another's haven in the storm. We can be one another's sanctuary. When we have a safe refuge, we then have the capacity, a bigger capacity, to provide sanctuary for others. And some days we'll come seeking refuge, and some days we'll provide that refuge. And I pray that everyone who enters our doors finds a sanctuary, a truly safe place where God's love dwells freely and abundantly. Well, I've thought more about this more than I ever have recently, more than I ever have before. You see, our dear daughter, Alexandria, recently came to the realization that she is queer. She is more at peace than I have ever seen her, at least in a very long time, which of course is what every parent wants for their child. And perhaps like you, I even had to ask for the exact definition of queer, because during most of my lifetime, that's been a derogatory term. But today, queer is used as an umbrella term for anyone who is not straight, not heterosexual. And because many people now embrace that term for their identity, I have to learn to get over my own discomfort with the word and embrace it as well. But I want to tell you about my conversation with Alex. You see, after she told me over dinner one night, when I got into my car to drive home, I wept, not because she is queer. Let me be very clear about that. I wept because the world can be a very cruel place. And not every space will be safe for her. And so many people like her. Not every place she encounters will be overflowing with love. Not every person will welcome and embrace her and even bless her like Elizabeth did for Mary. I wept because what I really want for her and for everyone who identifies as LGBTQIA is to experience every place as sanctuary where they will find God's love flowing freely and abundantly. And I wept because I know that won't be the case. We know that because there are other places that even call themselves church, that name their buildings sanctuaries, that proclaim God's love, but have shamed people for who they really are, for who they were created to be by God, who have suggested they just pray the gay away, who have demanded conversion therapy, who have done more harm, more marginalizing than even God could imagine or have said, well, you can be here. We're just not going to talk about or acknowledge who you really are. And after I wept, I prayed and have continued praying that all people, no matter if they are queer, black, brown, poor, differently abled, mentally ill, or just plain lonely, I hope they'll find numerous places of sanctuary, their families, 
their friends, their church, this church. I pray that we will not only continue to welcome them, but affirm them as well. May this sanctuary truly be a safe place for all, where God's abundant and overflowing love will flow out for each of us, just like Elizabeth did for Mary. Mary's yes to God's love should also be our yes to the kind of love God envisions for us. As one author wrote, love waits behind the silence of prayer for my yes to a deepening capacity to love. Every love informing a greater love, informed by the great love to whom Mary once said yes. In some mysterious way, Mary's yes to bear this love implies that I too can bear great love. And that kind of great love requires us to listen to those whose life story or experience aren't just like ours. Mary was truly overwhelmed by great love that was shown to her that day. God chose her to create a home for his son, a sanctuary. Elizabeth offered her loving refuge and blessing. God so loved the world that he chose these humble women to birth John the Baptist and Jesus the Christ. It is here where the world being turned upside down by God begins. It's not with Jesus' birth or his teaching in the temple at the age of 12, or even his flipping of the tables in the temple. It begins right here with these two pregnant women. And Mary is so overwhelmed with this very good news that she breaks into song. And so there is no better way to end this sermon than with Mary's Magnificat, her song of praise. And may her song of joy and praise always resonate in our hearts and in this very sacred sanctuary. Amen.